Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. We're your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. We're two neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet with our wine. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the in-between, completely unfiltered. If you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram, lifeslemonade.unfiltered, and please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us get seen and heard so that we can keep this fun stuff going. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Did we cheers? Mamitas. Mm-hmm. And the only mamitas I see in here are us, okay? <laughs> mamita, okay. you got it. Here we go. Mamita with a palomita, okay? <laughs> Hello, Lemon Drops. We're back. We're back this week. And we actually, I uh, we were supposed to have my friend Amelia Perdue on today. And busy mom, boss, wife, life has caught up and... You know, we value mental health. So we said, like, why don't we just reschedule this and put it off for a little bit? Our listeners can wait yeah. to hear all about your amazingness. So we're going to catch up with her another time. But we're still going to get her in the books somewhere. So today we actually, um, we're going to talk about Dr. Gundry. I had a client kind of bring him up in conversation. And it was kind of like he was hokey and she couldn't, she didn't know if uh, he was a legitimate doctor, but he was, we got on the topic of food. Cause you know, I always talk about food and she said something about like not being able to eat avocados cause avocados are on Dr. Gundry's like no food list. Right. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like stuck in her head. Is it really though? I don't know. So, so well, did he, I think it's because I think it's the whole like point more into the book. Yeah, so, but I think it's because, so, when she was in there, I I looked him up, because I'm like, I'm so curious, what is, who is this person? Yeah. And we watched one of the YouTube videos that came up while her hair processed. We were sitting there watching (laughs) YouTube, and um, it was a video, the School of Greatness um, podcast, and he was interviewing him, and it was a very interesting podcast, so I sent it to you, because I'm like, you need to listen to this, because... He's saying you can't eat things that, like, we eat normally all the time. Yeah, and you, are you like, told me, you have to look him up. And I was like, that name sounds so familiar. Yeah. And my mom does, like, weird food so things, too. Funny. Like, yeah. peel her cucumbers. Yeah. And I was like, when she I remember came to... you saying that last time Yeah, she came. when she came to visit. Yeah. It's a new thing. When she brought the salad doing. over. Yeah. Yeah, because she eats pretty healthy. Yeah. She's been, like, on keto, and she's super into Bulletproof and the guy who, like, researched yeah. all of that. And she's always like looking for like new things and she goes to like Chinese, a Chinese functional medicine doctor yeah. and like she's very yeah. into like all like how Eastern food medicine. Yeah. And yeah. holistic. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> she- <laughs> oh guys, you guys, we have, <laughs> you know, we record in my closet and there's a whole spectacle happening outside of this closet. So, okay. It's just what happens. Yeah. So anyway, when you mentioned Dr. Gundry, I was yeah. like, that sounds so familiar. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, do you know who Dr. Gundry is? She's like, I have been telling you it's about so him. Funny. She was so excited. And I was like, She's oh, like, finally, yeah. someone else chimes in. Yeah. Here. And I was like, is this the reason why you peel your cucumbers? And she's like, yes, you can't have the outside. Yeah. It's full of lectins. And I'm yeah. like, what? So I watched the video too, the YouTube yeah. video. And so we're going to But it's interesting because it. like lectins, I feel like I never even heard the what word is a before. Lectin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I 
looked it up. What is a lectin? <laughs> oh, and uh, it's a carbohydrate binding protein. So apparently you find it in potatoes, beans, legumes, wheat, tomatoes, eggs, dairy, and peanuts. So yeah, those are like hard on his. was a big one. Peanut which was. Which made a, me so sad. I know. And he's like, just eat almond butter. But I'm like, it's not the same. It tastes different. Yeah. I don't like almond butter. I like it, but it's I crave it in certain butter. things. No. Yeah. So what he's saying is like the lectin is like the coating or the outside. So same with tomatoes. You're not supposed to eat your skin or the seeds. Like everything should be peeled and seeded. Things like peppers. um, Tomatoes. Tomatoes, cucumbers. Basically anything that falls off a tree, right? And nightshades. That was in the nightshades family, which would be like eggplant and what else is on there? I think are nightshades. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. So just... In the beginning, though, he was talking about that lady who had that yes. bacterial yeah. disease. Yeah, with the fecal with the fecal transplant. Yes, yeah, so she got that a, was bizarre. She got a fecal transplant from an obese woman. Yes, and her cousin who her was cousin. twelve pounds heavier. Was That's she? what it was. The, the cousin was twelve pounds or overweight. Or yeah, something like that. And after they did that fecal transplant, this person she gained weight. She gained twelve pounds. Yeah, and like the whole theory that he has about how. Like your biology sharing same bacteria yeah. causes the same reactions yes. in your body is like crazy. It to is. Me. And I was just thinking more about it today because I feel like Our we're bodies. like having yes. some weird. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're, we're sharing, sharing bacteria. <laughs> but we probably are because we like we share food. At this in, point, in our life. all of our pots and pans have crossed. That's like, so true. <laughs> all of our food. That's like, so true. It's so interesting though how it you is. kind of just like morph into other but, people like so at first i thought he was like okay he's because i've seen little videos where he pops up and he's like oh you think that's a healthy food so he seems gimmicky and yeah. those little quick little things so i've seen him before and i've like ridden him off but he has but, credentials yeah he was a heart um heart surgeon. surgeon at loma linda and he was a professor at loma linda university school of medicine yeah he said he was the um chief of heart surgery uh, yeah and he did cardiothoracic 10, surgery he did yeah. ten thousand surgeries before he quit yeah doing surgery. it's nuts i mean it's like so it's like okay he's credible and so his story is kind of interesting because he said he was overweight himself and he was you know eating Not what healthy. he thought was healthy but he knew he wasn't moving enough and doing so he had that one other patient that brought him all the like the supplements he was mm-hmm. taking and he combined it with his thesis research yeah, and he kind went of back and read his thesis from yeah, college. Yeah. And, and he started uh, like pretty much experimenting on himself and he lost a bunch of weight. And he I'm curious to see that side by side picture of him and the other doctor where they're he says the one of them difference. the age difference. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get a chance to look that yeah, up. Yeah, He but, said he's much older than the other guy, but mm-hmm. everyone thinks the other guy is older because of their diet. Right. Yeah, it's so interesting. So, I mean, he definitely has credibility in the fact that he got healthy. So his story of just like walking off of his really, he was on a throne. Like he was up there. Like number one heart surgeon. Yeah, and he said he felt like it was unethical for him to continue in that position when he knew how to help people to reverse their, because that's what he thinks. His whole thing is like you can reverse yeah. Any health issue you have with what you eat, depending on your own biology, you can cater what you eat to your biology. So it's so interesting. Yeah. And he was saying like, he's like, at this point, heart surgery is just a bandaid. Right. For- yeah. Because he would see the same people mm-hmm. back three and four times. Yeah. So he's. um. But it's interesting because 
I wonder how, because he did mention in the video that he's done surgeries on like babies. Yeah. So it's just interesting because he must have had to like really weigh the pros and cons because babies yeah, can't the, control. Right. That's not a, that's not like a long-term health heart right. problem. That's like a. So. I wonder if they let it like call him in on special like cases. Maybe. Yeah. He could be one of those doctors, but now he has his own center uh, for medicine, actually, it's called what the Center for Restorative Medicine because he said he wanted to open up a place where he could teach people, and you know, so it's more of a holistic approach to it. It's yeah. so cool, like how you th- you look at that. Like he probably had to really set aside so much of the Western mm-hmm. um, implementation everything of everything that he's learned to kind of look at everything differently. Like because that's a whole that's a reroute completely, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, too, how he said the whole purpose of eating is to get olive oil in your system. So he says olive oil is the most important thing that you can do. He goes to a liter a week. A liter a a liter. week. That's a lot. But you know what? His skin looks so supple. It looks like full and supple and soft. Yeah. But he's it's crazy because he looks old, but he doesn't look old. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's like his he, hair is gray. He, like, aged, and then he found the Like, Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so interesting, though. So, I want to get that plant paradox, but I wonder, like, is it something that's attainable to, like, because he says beans are normal, no but you have to pressure, pressure cook. cook. Yes. But then I think about it, like, my family in Mexico, all we did was boil our beans, you know? So, that must be okay. It just has to heat to a certain point. I, know, I wonder what the difference between cooking and pressure cooking is. I don't know. Because you think... They cook them before they can them because he was saying that the raw kidney beans, five raw kidney can beans, kill can kill you human. in five minutes. I know. That's so they so must crazy. cook them, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Remember that story that he said the kids ate the undercooked beans and they had a bunch of kids end up in the hospital with stomach issues? Yeah. That's so interesting. It is interesting. But, so this was like the thing I had a hard time with when the video was over. I was like, I love peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> and... I could probably give it up, but the rest of it, like, he was talking about the lady who was, like, six months, and then she came back in, and she she had chronic pain syndrome, and Uh, she said every, he said every doctor, she went in and saw a bunch of doctors, and everyone was like, oh, you're depressed, oh, you have anxiety, they put her on antidepressants, they said chronic pain syndrome is nothing basically. It's just in your head. And so she came to him and he was like, okay, this is the diet changes you need to make. And she changed and she can't, he checked in on her like in six or nine months. And she's like, I didn't know there was life without pain. Yeah. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. So then she says she you can't cheat. Yeah. One time she yeah. cheated and it wasn't even anything bad. It was like, what she said she had like chicken nuggets with oh guacamole with tomatoes in oh, it. that's right and you can't have tomatoes unless they're peeled, peeled and, seeded. and seeded and she said that she was in so much pain and i was like i don't know if i would want to do that like but already i mean the people that are at that point already already have so much pain so for someone to that's true. not that like is like us that our bodies function pretty well yeah, you ha- you have to really want it. You yeah. have to be in like a lot. But we're of- already aware of that. Like he's, you know, alcohol causes more anxiety, and we, like we already know these things: sugar, alcohol. We shouldn't do it. So, which makes sense why when we do have it, we feel like shit for a couple of days. You know, yeah. it's like it definitely is a poison to our bodies. Yeah, I just was like struggling. But with it's just it like I'm like, if they took all of this food away from Earth and we had to abide by these guidelines and it would be easy but because it's there tempting us and we know what it tastes like and we know 
like it's just so easy to get like and yeah, it's true. happiness yeah and i feel like it's kind of like what he's saying is kind of Extreme. like counteractive to the whole movement of like skinny isn't fit and like bmi yeah. is not an accurate indication of if you're healthy and yeah you shouldn't be like so stringent on your diet all the time like because yeah. then that's when you binge so i'm like oh i've worked so hard to get to this but place i think of, like, it's because we're thinking of it in two different things he's t- talking about it just like your optimal health. health yeah how you're gonna feel the best now yes is your gun life gonna feel more restricted maybe at first sure but when you feel better you know, like, why would you do anything I don't know. different? I have done gluten-free because uh-huh. my whole family has celiac disease and, uh-huh. like, gluten intolerance. So I've done it for, like, six months, and I felt so good. I lost yeah. so much weight. Like, everything felt better. Yeah, because yeah, it's inflammation. It wasn't and enough to, like, live that restrictive diet. Yeah. And but that's the thing is because it doesn't pain your body to eat gluten. Yeah. It pains other people's I mean, bodies. I think it does a little. Like I probably would feel you a lot feel, better. But right. That's the thing. Not better enough for, to. Yeah. I don't know. But but then also like right now I'm good. But when I'm 50, I could not be. So if I right. do all these preventative things, that's true. Then that could make a difference in how I age. Yeah. I don't it's know. Just it's lot. just it's a lot to think that. And because I always say like anything that's too rigid, is it attainable to keep? Yeah. Oh, I've tried know? keto twice and both times I lost 30 pounds and I felt good, but it was not attainable. Well, and then as I, soon as I went I'm, off of it, yeah. my metabolism like tripped, like doubled. And well, I that's the thing. Back. It has to be a, your lifestyle. Yeah, just just live a certain it, way. It's not attainable. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's not when you live with other people too. I think yeah. like if you lived by yourself, you <laughs> could do it. But when you have to think about what snacks the kids like and then what snacks your husband likes and yeah. Like the things, I mean, it's just hard when you have a family and everybody wants to eat different things too. Yeah. But maybe those are just excuses we tell ourselves. I think they are because, because there are people who have like children with severe yeah. peanut allergies. And right. They have they no have to choice live like that. but to, yeah, so they're probably like. But that's what I'm saying is that when you have to do it, you do it. Yeah. But when you don't have a reason to, you feel deprived. Yeah. So I wonder where that idea of deprivation comes, really, because if you think about it, like you said, you know, our people, ancient, ancient people didn't eat like this. They had access to like sweet potatoes and things that were nutrient dense yeah. and that came from the earth. And they that, didn't eat fruit. They except didn't for in eat the summer fruit except for when it was ripe. And he says that's the only reason fruit changes color so that, you know, you, you know. know when to eat it. Yeah. And then he was talking about how like <clears throat> manufacturers put like bright colors Right, fruit crazy. colors on boxes because yes. deep down inside of us, that's it's what true. our like, instinct is. Well, you drawn think to. about all the fast food restaurants; all their yeah. logos are in those yellow, colors, orange, yellow, color. orange, yellow, orange, and red. Yeah, so it's crazy, crazy how our brains are programmed for that. Like, it's not in our. Now we've evolved to the point where we're not like hunter gatherers, but, but we still, still deep down, deep in there. down, it's yeah, that's ingrained in us to know when things are ripe. Yeah wild it really is but i think i think it would be good to try it for a little bit and see because i'm curious about the inflammation because as i get older and i'm still active i notice like my knees start to hurt if i Mm -hmm. do too much or like because i work with my hands yep you know my my wrist sometimes like cramps up and it just so i wonder if that would feel so much better yeah it'd be interesting to see 
I don't know, we got to do a little experiment on that. But it's Could just... Could you imagine? Will yeah. and Rick would be like, what the hell is happening? I right know. No beans, would... no peanut butter. No. Like, yeah. You've I... been de-seeding and de-skinning tomatoes for four hours? Will never eats tomatoes. Yeah. At all. But I wonder, too, like, because he was saying that he brought, like, a can of tomato or something to his friend when he was uh-huh. in... Somewhere yeah. in Europe. And the guy Italy? was like, we can't use this. Yeah. Because it has not... the seeds yeah. and the the skin and he said that all of the stuff over there is already peeled and seeded yeah which is which was interesting because my client that i was working on she was saying she goes that makes she's like now i understand why my grandmother used to peel her tomatoes and seed them so it's crazy how much information we've lost from our previous generations just by not being yeah. in the same space as them anymore so it's like all that wisdom just dies with them and if you don't tell them why you didn't eat this thing then they don't know and even if it does trickle down it's like why do you do that oh i don't know i was taught like you don't know the reason behind it yeah unless you know you learn this way but like i'm sure half the people in the world that peel in dc have no idea like why they're doing it passed down they're just like this is how we do it didn't we say that one time it's like how do what if I don't know. We talked about it one time. I was like, they just, you just do it oh, now yeah. because you've always done it that way. Passed down. What yeah. were we talking about that time? Probably like bad parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That seems like it's right up our alley. I feel like it was something to do with like, <clears throat> I think so. Parenting. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So now I'm really interested in this book. I want to see if there are some things that we can adopt from it. And I took a picture of his like, yes, no list. It's pretty lengthy. Like, is it? I didn't look it up. I just listened to what he so said. So the no on the... list, there's like, okay, there's nine categories. Refined starches. So no rice, bread, cereal, pastries, potatoes, flour, or cookies. No rice? No rice. What is left? Sugars and sweeteners. No sugar, agave, honey, maple syrup, or aspartame. Honey? No honey. <gasps> Fruits and vegetables. Peas, beans, legumes, squash, tomatoes, melon, zucchini, peppers, goji berries, and lentils. It says pressure cooked are okay in moderation. And soy, like no soy products. Soy, tofu, edamame, soy sauce, dairy. Well, yeah. Non-Southern European. So there's non-Southern, so you can eat Northern European. I wonder what's different there. Hmm. Cow milk products, yogurt, Greek yogurt, ice cream, ricotta, cottage cheese, and kefir. They probably don't pasteurize. Oh, they, that's probably it. And then no seeds or legumes. So he's chia seeds. He said he chia said seeds were so I know. bad. I know. I thought of you as soon we as I heard that. We make chia seed like, pudding and we love it so much. Like, what are we going to I have do? heard it's so bad for you, though, especially people who have that diverticulitis. Yeah, It gets stuck in your intestines. Yes. And you could, like, develop that problem. And from eating chia seeds, like it's not yeah. something like, oh, I don't have it. I know I'm I need fine. to stop making my kids, letting my kids. I eat just want to know sucks. what is left. What does he eat? I don't know because it's not like okay. he's saying don't eat candy, don't eat cake. He's like cutting out what you the yes were list thing. You want to hear the yes list? I guess. <laughs> Okay, he says yes to EVOO, extra virgin olive oil, avocado drink. oil, walnut oil, sesame oil, coconut oil. <laughs> coconut what? oil is on the list. Still not <laughs> eating a smoothie. Coconut oil is on the list. It's an oil smoothie. That's what we're getting. Yeah, basically. Okay, vegetables. You can eat romaine. What's kohlrabi? Kohlrabi? Kohlrabi. It's spelled like coals and then R-A-B-I. Kohlrabi. 
spinach, endive, parsley, fennel, broccoli, cauliflower, bok choy, red and green leaf lettuce, baby greens, butter lettuce, seaweed, sea vegetables. What are sea vegetables? Oh, I can see cucumber. <laughs> fuck no. I am. <laughs> that shit looks nasty. Uh-uh. I don't think they eat those. I don't know. Brussels sprouts, bok choy, cabbage, asparagus, and radish. See? So nuts you can eat. Macadamia, walnuts, pistachios, pecans, coconut, hazelnuts, and chestnuts. Ooh. I've heard macadamia nuts are so good for you. Wait, what is it? What are they called? Sea vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> what is a sea vegetable? <laughs> I'm scared. Flower alternatives is oh, coconut seaweed. flour and almond. Okay. Duh. That's fine. <laughs> But why did they just say seaweed? Why, it said slash sea vegetables. It said seaweed. There's probably just different types of. Okay. It's green just bananas? Salad. Resistant starches. Green bananas. Who wants to eat a green banana? They taste nasty. I love green bananas. I thought, but like green, green bananas? No, like right as they're turning. Oh, okay. But that's not. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. But I don't like that feeling in my mouth when they're green. They kind of taste like. Like you're. It's better than like, mushy. I, I like it. I like it more between no, mushy like and like when it's just turning. No, I like it hard. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Everybody likes it hard. <laughs> okay. Fruits, he says, you can have all berries, bananas, mangoes, papayas, avocado, and whatever's in season. So I think that's really important to remember is that anything in season is always going to be good because that's how it's supposed to be grown. Right? Yeah, but Me- then he said, like, they made that whole point about how, like, you don't. They made have... a joke about like people who live in L- L.A. don't have to like bulk up with their fruits for right. winter because there's it's no winter true. here. So that's, that's confusing. And then like, what about all of the apples that have been like lab made? You know, like all those apples didn't exist. They well, made the them problem. into new. And then broccoli. Broccoli is a man-made vegetable. What do you mean? It's not. It was not originally grown on this earth. They made it. How? They combined two things. Yeah, my kids love well, to say like this corn, when I make broccoli. Like They're like, it's not too. real. Corn is like that. I mean, corn, the original corn was corn so different. On the list. I, it's so bad, I thought. I know. Corn. No. Meat. He says you can have grass-fed, pasture-raised <sighs> meat. Milk. Southern European. Cow's milk. Goat's milk. Sheep's milk. And buffalo milk. Ugh. But it says consume. I don't know. That that shit sounds like it would be funky. How, how do you milk a buffalo? You want to find how out? How do you milk a buffalo? That's what I want to know. Okay, maybe this is for like people that live in the the prairie in Alaska. Maybe I don't There's know. Buffalo in Alaska? I'm sure. There's buffalo here. Yeah. So then There's why buffalo they... Camp Pendleton? Oh, really? Yeah. What is sorghum? There's buffalo on Catalina Island. Did you know that? What is sorghum? No. Yeah, they flew them over for a movie once and then just left them there. A herd of them. Buffalo. Oh. I don't know what sorghum is. Millet. Those are the only two grains. Millet? That are, that's yeah. what we feed the bird. Millet and sorghum are the only two grains that he's, that what? is on the yes list. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm not happy with my carbohydrate. No, so corn is, is on the no grains list. Yeah, I think it's, uh, so the... Oils is for no, for no oils is soy, grapeseed oil, corn oil, peanut oil, cottonseed oil, sunflower, and canola oil. Grains is oats, whole grains, quinoa. I love quinoa. Yeah, so do rye, I. barley, buckwheat, corn, and spelt. Wait, yeah. quinoa is on the no list. No sh- yeah, oh, it is. Sorghum. It looks like a cross between quinoa and it corn looks and like- pop. 
<laughs> it looks like um uh, not couscous um couscous no no there's um something else that looks and maybe it is couscous i'm thinking but look how it's grown oh that's interesting it looks yeah. like corn i'm not feeling very hopeful here with these options I'm not either. I think but I would be carb deprived. What is the, what is? But there? that's what he says is that like when you eat a certain way, you feel more satiated, so you don't have to eat. <clears throat> I know all these <laughs> heavy filling things. I know it's just so untraditional from I how we eat. Love rice. I know. Didn't he have like a whole spiel on there about how rice you should eat it without the, like brown rice? It said to take the stuff off because that's what the, where the lectin is. Yes. So. Yeah, that's like, like too rice. much work. <laughs> but that's white rice, is the whole off of it. But it's not just that. Don't they process it differently? I don't think so. I would think so. I would think I so because like the flavor is different. I don't like this man very much. I know. So what do we take away from this? What I can take away from this is I can definitely start peeling Cutting. more things and seeding more things yeah. and eating more raw olive oil. So much. I can so do that. I'm just going to start drinking just a liter of that shit. Drizzle it on everything. <laughs> that's what he said. He just drizzles olive oil on everything. Yeah, that's good. I love olive oil. The problem I have with olive oil is I like to cook with it, which you're not supposed to do. No. Yeah, because it doesn't have a, a high heat index. Yeah, so I switched to avocado because it has a higher heat But you know what? Index. Maybe we're thinking of this. Maybe we need to get his cookbook and see, like, what kind of oh, meals are in there. That's and... what he wants us to do because he left us feeling confused. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely think there are things we could cut out that might help. I don't know. No more ice cream. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No. no more brownies. I cannot give up my. No. I choose to live. I choose to live how I want to live. Thank you, Dr. Gundry, well, for nothing. When you're, when you're 60, you won't have the best heart surgeon. He'll probably be dead. He'll probably be dead. It's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know. He might live to be I, 200. Yeah. Okay, the problem, the also, like, conflicting thing I thought about when I was listening to this was he was talking about how he did the pig to baboon pig oh, part yes. to baboon transfer yes. and he holds the world record for longest like transplant transplant and it was Surgery. like 29 days yeah which seems a little like counteractive all of his facts are based off of how we used to live right. and what is like deeply in our dna which she says half of our dna is bacteria anyway it's not even right made. i know so it's just confusing but why are we trying to put a pig heart in a baboon if we're so concerned about, like, things well, because, that shouldn't have evolved? Like, if well, all they, of these foods, if we can't evolve with them, yeah. this is what he's saying, basically, right. we, that after all these years, we can't evolve with them because yeah. it hasn't been long enough. Why are we trying to put pig hearts in baboons? You know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. seems a little, like... Probably because there will be the people that just are naturally born with heart defects that they might have to do that on i don't know that's true because it just was interesting i mean to me. I was like just our seems... old receptionist she got a pig valve uh aortic valve put in yes. so that's the beginning of that you my know my grandma had it too and it was supposed to last 10 years uh-huh. and it's lasted 30 and they just recently wow. changed it and it's the longest valve to ever last really? that long yeah that's so it's crazy. Yeah. 
So did she and become she was the part first... of a pig? And like, no, you know, like his whole fecal <laughs> transplant thing. <laughs> she got the pig back to her. Um, but she was the first that I, they'd ever done it on. It was like oh, an wow. experimental thing. Yeah, she was. A, so there's cool. a whole newspaper article on her and that's the so surgery. Cool. Yeah, that's really because it was like a yeah, just like a heart defect that she was born with, not a, not heart okay. disease or anything. But yeah, yeah. but so that's that. It that's... is science, but it just I don't know. It's just conflicting because it's like, oh, it like is. we can we can't evolve in the things that we're eating, but we can evolve in like these scientific. Well, I'm sure we can like, evolve because our stomachs have gotten used to eating some of these. But things. he said, remember when he was talking and he said something like, "It's only been 200 years. That's nothing in, in that's the span true of in the span of, of humanity." Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I don't know. Just but it's changed so much with you know technology changing and the way we harvest food is different and yeah you know it has completely changed everything i think it's just going to take a while for uh our bodies to catch up with it being in shock maybe i think yeah you know because you can only do something for so long before you can't do it anymore yeah like i never used to have allergies and i feel like i have terrible allergies now so that's probably something too is that with whatever we're exposed to environmentally that we have no control over our bodies just start going, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't, I can't handle that, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, so it's just kind of interesting to see how these different theories come up. So it's like, is this the new, the thing was like, is, is lectin the new gluten, you know, like, is this the new hot thing to talk about? And it's like everything else, you know, you hear about it for a long time and then it kind of dies off and you had yeah. like, you know, we've had a lot of like keto and, um, what else? Uh, Gluten free. I remember being when little first... when my mom did the Atkins diet, which is yeah, like that was carb, the first low carb, yeah, kind of keto ish. But... Yeah, I think our idea of carbs has to change because it's like, you know, carbs are really good for long lasting energy. So like, if you're a runner or you're going to run a marathon, right? They mm-hmm. carb load before. I think it's just a matter of what time you choose to eat these things so that your body has time to break yeah. it down. Like, there's nothing more satiating to me than a banana when I'm really hungry and I need that sugar and I need the carb and like that I would rather choose that over a you know a Snickers bar because that's the right carb and the wrong carb yeah but I think too the Atkins diet was like low carb low fat yeah and so so you're literally depriving everything she does bulletproof now like Mm -hmm. she's very into doing bulletproof she's been doing it for years so like it's attainable for her I don't know how she sticks to it but I like that I did that when I was um nursing Gigi I put butter and coconut oil in my coffee so I think that's the difference of Atkins was like a fad diet thing to lose weight whereas keto the guy who did it made yeah. that bulletproof diet it's it's more health-based not well, that's what i was going to tell you is that when you're doing something for just the sole purpose of losing weight i don't think it's going to be attainable yeah. no you have to like find ways to incorporate the things that you can keep as part of your normal life like now i don't drink sugar in my coffee i can drink it black that took me a while to get used to, but yeah. now when I have sweet sh- sweet coffee, I'm like, oh, it's just overwhelming. I can't, I don't enjoy it anymore. If you force yourself to do something, it's like me waking up early. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for, I did you can it do for it, but you don't want to. Two months. And yeah. then as soon as I didn't have to do it anymore, I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same with like what you're eating. Like if you're going to deprive yourself for, yeah, the sole reason of, losing weight and it's not making a difference in your life right then you're not going to be able to sustain Sustain it it. yeah and yeah Yeah, i just don't think think it's it's worth depriving yourself of things 
Yeah, I don't think so either. I think this is why it's so good to learn every, like, do the things that you like in moderation. And I don't know if you, if it, if you notice it doesn't sit well with your body, then don't do it, you yeah. know, but that's more of a, you listening to yeah. yourself. Versus... It's so interesting though, because I have always said bell peppers make me so sick. Well, the moment I eat them, I feel I want, so sick. You should try eating them if you peel them. I try think peel. at this point it's ruined for me, the yeah. taste of them. But really? yeah, but maybe that's what it is, is the, the skin. peel, the skin. Yeah. They make me feel so sick. Every and time then, Will eats them, he gets mad heartburn. heartburn? That's he, how I am with tomatoes. And he's like so uncomfortable. It's not just yeah. like, it's like painful almost. Yeah. That's how I am with tomatoes, but it doesn't, and gout it doesn't make me super sick like... The bell peppers instantly uh-huh. make me feel sick. Whereas tomatoes, I don't feel sick, but I do have like acid reflux and heartburn. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we're going to have to do more research on his book and see like really what the, what constitutes of his meals. Like, yeah, I don't think it has to be all or nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't, be- I don't believe in things, all or nothing. Try a few things, see how they make you feel. Yeah. But diving straight into like his full blown diet. Mm-mm. that'll make you go in shock. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's my takeaway. I'm I not know. doing it. At the bottom, what I, like, learned, I wrote down, I was like, tons of olive oil. Yes. Who eats rutabagas? Have you ever had a rutabaga? Fuck no. I don't even what think. What is that? What does I it look know. like? Does it look I like a potato? I think like it a looks turnip? like between... Part... Like a parsnip? I think it's in that family. What do you do with it? How do you cook it? I've um, never... Oh, yeah, it does. It kind of looks like a... Um... Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a carrot, but a potato. I would make a rutabaga puree under my fat-ass steak. How <laughs> <laughs> serious. Yeah, it's kind of like a turnip. Yeah. I wonder if um, Lewis House... How's hose? <laughs> he seemed like he could not commit. He I was know. Like, I wonder if he eat? did like a follow up episode to Dr. Gundry's um, episode because I would really like to know what his takeaway was and what he could do or not do, you know? So, yeah, it would be super interesting. But this just goes to show you there are so many things out there and um, we have to really do our research, you know, and figure out what works and what doesn't work and if these people are like legit or are they just trying to figure out like is it like the next get rich scheme you know they're trying to get everyone on this bandwagon Mm -hmm. i've never been a bandwaggy person more often than not i'm like (laughs) let's see for me i'm like the more bandwags come along. I'm like, bandwags, wags, wagons. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like every time I hear about certain things, it's just, I don't know. I have this, like, I I'm a skeptic, I think with that kind of stuff. And I know Weight Watchers works for people too, but I just, I have a hard time understanding how people need so much handholding to do this, you know, to just like, do what feels good for your body. And so I, I like, think... to me, it's like keeping track of the points and the, this and the, that, like it just, for me, it overwhelms my yeah, mind. That's thinking like people about that. do macros. Yeah. I cannot. I've tried. And it's like, why am I going to spend an hour of my day sitting there looking at the back of labels and writing down and calculating yeah. and weighing things down to the very ounce? Like, I don't uh-huh. have time for that. I don't have I time don't for either. that. No, 
I don't either. I like have, if I did that, I would have to eat the same thing every single day for like yes, two, seven think, days to make it right. worth it. And I think people that eat like that do the the macro county. And I think I they pretty much have like their set things they eat. Seems terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the kind of structure for me around food that I don't like. I don't. No. It feels too limiting mm-hmm. and i feel like then it takes away from what i like to feel is intuitive eating like yeah, which everyone should be doing right because there are times where i'm like oh i don't feel like eating this and then there are times where I'm like i just want all of it like this week i've been craving all the bread all the pasta all yeah. the heavy rice and i just Same. feel like i've just been letting myself eat it but now i'm like okay i'm feeling Time a little to- heavy like yeah. just sluggish in my body and actually I've noticed my joints have been hurting more. So that makes sense. Like I've yeah. been eating more pasta than I do. It's an inflammatory food. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be eating it, but something but is making my body crave yeah. it. Yeah. And now you're ready to, <coughs> I'm ready. It's yeah. A coaster. Yeah. But that's like that saying, they say like every single person could eat the same exact thing, thing and their bodies would look different. And I Absolutely. think this whole like world society, especially in the United States revolves around body image absolutely and that's what macros and all of this stuff is because macros is based off your bmi and your bmi in the recent years has been proven to be such it's like completely nothing yeah because according to bmi i should weigh like 103 pounds i think we've talked about this before i would look sick that's how thin i was before i had alexia and like if you're going in and your blood work is good yeah you're like i've had tons of um like heart exams, like uh-huh. very, very intensive heart exams. Your heart looks good. Like who's to say you need to lose 20 right. little pounds right. to get rid of the extra, like, no, if, if you're your healthy, then is, you're healthy. Right, exactly. Like I'm probably healthier than like the skinny lady down the street who doesn't yes. do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Skinny doesn't necessarily mean healthy. Like, yeah. So it's just all of those things are wrapped around society's view of being skinny. Right. Where if you just eat intuitively and you just know that what you're putting in your body is what's making you feel good. Yeah. No matter what you look like. Or bad. Yeah. That's just the way you're supposed to do For it. For sure. Yeah. So that's our takeaway. I think... <sighs> My, yeah, I, my intuitive eating feels the best for me mm-hmm. and I'm just going to stick to doing And it's that. also okay if you don't feel good one day because you ate too much ice cream. Like that's just life. Yeah. But I don't like feeling shitty in my joints. That's for sure. Like that Yeah. Hurts. But like one night, like you eat. Oh no. I eat ice cream every night. No, I know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the nights I don't, it's because yeah. I fell asleep before I could get my ass back up and get some. <laughs> Because every time I'm like putting Gigi down and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up after this and have ice cream and then I'm, forget it. I'm over it. Yeah. I already brushed my teeth. I don't know why I do that. That's probably why. Because I, yeah. There was just like a day when I would like, like go somewhere and be like, ooh, like someone's like, want a cupcake? And I'm like, have the inability to say no. And I would eat it. (laughs) And then there would be like four days that came after that where I would like punish myself for having a cupcake. And so to be in like a place of like, oops made kind of a mistake didn't make me feel great but we're just gonna move forward and not yeah. like have four days of i would say even take the I mean? oops out of there you know I, yeah just do it just do it yeah yolo <laughs> <laughs> no i think we yeah we need to stop putting pressure on ourselves and and um yeah like you said putting yourself down and punishing what, yourself punishing yeah. why did that word not come to my brain <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna take this away and discover some more things that we can share, or 
just put it out there so that people can do their own research. So his name is Dr. Gundry, G-U-N-D-R-Y. And he was on the Lewis... How do you say this last name? I don't know. House? House? House. 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 It's H-O-W-E-S. So it's the School of Greatness podcast. And um, he has a book, too, I saw. School of yeah, Greatness. Yeah, it's... Or uh, no, the, his book is called Dr. Gundry's book is no, called The Plant Lewis. Paradox. Oh, he has a book. I don't, I don't know. I think it's called House of Greatness. Okay, well that would make sense. I don't know. That would who make knows? Sense I don't even know him. School. He's a national. He's like a national, national handball, handball player. <laughs> what did you play professionally? Handball. handball. What kind of ball? Like and. A rubber ball. <laughs> I don't know. That just seems it's like that one other Olympic sport that that they're like literally cleaning the floor. Come clean my floor. With the ice. Yeah. The what, ice is that, what is that called? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. I was like, this uh, can't be a legitimate Olympic sport, but um, it's ridiculous. Curling. 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 Yeah. What are you curling anyway? <laughs> it should be called polishing. <laughs> scraping scraping. ice ice scraping yeah that's funny i know so well one day when we're a big huge podcast the handball and the curler people are gonna come they're gonna come on (laughs) they're gonna be like come for me please (laughs) they're gonna curl the shit out of me that's what they're gonna do they're definitely not gonna handball you (laughs) i might rather have a handball than a curl let me tell you that i don't know (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think we're done. I think we're done for today. So this was a little bit of a different one just because it was a curiosity that we had about this. And um yeah, so thank you for listening in and let us know if you have any comments on this if you have tried going lectin free because yeah. I'm sure some people need to. Yeah, my mom's brother is super. He's like praises Dr. Gundry. Um, mm. He's celiac, and that's where it started. But oh. now he read the plant, the paradox, plant paradox, which is how my mom found it. And he is like hardcore. Like does it. Does all. he feel amazing? Yeah, but he was like celiac to the point of like being in the hospital. That oh, they shit. thought he See, had that's cancer. I mean. He was in so much pain and had all these things, but they couldn't find anything wrong yeah. with him, and it was celiac. So See, he that's the thing. So if you feel like shit like that and you find something like this, yeah, it's completely life-changing. life-changing. Yeah. So we can't rule it out, but since we don't have that kind of pain... <laughs> we're going to keep on drinking. <laughs> I'm going to have my alcohol and I'm going to have my... Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. But I could do without some of the... Like, I, I, don't, I don't really care for beans that much. Like, I'll eat them, but... Yeah, me neither. I don't crave them. I don't eat that much peanut butter. I did used to put it in my almond protein my shakes, goodness. but now I swapped for almond... Um, butter, which is funny because I didn't, I don't know why you I didn't did mean that. To. Yeah, but I it really tastes better in there. A whole it's, bunch it's of like, that either, but just like so. Yeah. All so right, we'll leave it there, guys, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.